Welcome into the Follow On podcast here on followoncricket.com. Chinmay Vaidya, Anish Tal, Ashay Chavan, and Cricket Adda's Shubham Kokarni joins us. We're talking a little bit about India-Australia, and then it's a it's a full IPL preview. The league starts in about a week, and we will dive into everything there is to dive into IPL. But we'll start with India and Australia. Shubham, you wrote an article a while back talking about World Cup uh, squad and the spots that are available on the roster for India. And after this series, do you think any of those spots have changed? Yeah, maybe some of the spots have changed. Somebody like a Ravindra Jadeja, who could have made to the World Cup now, most probably isn't going to England. Vijay Shankar's uh, place is in doubt. And uh, when you talk about the backup wicketkeeper, we are not quite sure, is it Rishabh Pant, is it Dinesh Karthik? Pant got two opportunities. He did what he could do, 52 runs in two games. But is it, is that enough? Dinesh Karthik didn't play a single game in this series. So these three uh, places are still in doubt. Talking about the others, the other 12 are most probably fixed when India go to England later this year. So I actually disagree with you there. I think Vijay Shankar should actually get a spot in spite of Hardik Pandya coming back because I think he's a very uh, – given he, I think he does throw his wicket away a bit after a good start, solid starts. But I think this should give him a try in the middle order. I know he's a little young and experienced, hasn't played in England. But I do think that he should actually travel – at least travel to England with the team. So the most interesting thing that I found from those comments was that Ambati Raidu's spot, you don't think is in doubt. It should be in doubt. It should, I think it should very much be in doubt. And I think Vijay Shankar is actually the guy to replace Ambati Raidu. I agree with after that. After this performance. Because after New Zealand, you know, Raidu was clearly the best player in that series. But yeah. in, this, in this series, he's done nothing. Yeah, that, what three games wasn't up to the mark. The one thing I'm wondering is, you know, if if Ambati Raidu played well in Australia and New Zealand, those are the type of surfaces we're going to see more in England rather than the surfaces that we have in India. And so, even though he didn't have as great of a series here, I'm still inclined to take him. Yeah, that's interesting. There's not a lot of middle order options. I I, I should say there's not a lot of good middle order options. As we've talked about for the past like five months for India. And I want to just go back to the 2011 team that won the World Cup. And I know it was in India, and I know they had a lot of great players on that team. When you look at the run breakdown of that team. Look at the, the 2011 the top team. Three, the top three scored 53% of India's runs. The top three in this series for India, they played all five games, scored 52% of India's runs. So the production level was similar. The issue is that you have the other, you know, 50% of the runs in the 2011 World Cup came from three players versus in this series, they're coming from eight or nine different players. So the issue is not that the distribution of run scoring is too top heavy because it always will be. You always expect yeah. your top three to, to play well. Not as much as 80%. But it's not 80%. I but just look gave at you the, the numbers. Top, look at the top three of 2011, okay? I just told you, you the numbers. I, no, no, I get that. I get 53 that. and 52. But look the at the issue middle is order. not production. No, no, no. The, look at the middle order of 2011. So they have 
Obviously, they have I, said, I said the I'm, issue is not that there's that it's uh, a top order heavy lineup. The no, issue is I, that the middle order in 2011 consisted of three players who produced every time. That's what I'm getting at. Right. That's what I'm getting at. In, you were in this prime, situation, Suresh, Virat, even Yusuf could finish off innings. He could hit. Yeah. In this situation, there's eight or nine different batsmen who have can't, in and out in the middle order. And so it's hard to find a consistent three. No, but it's not even not even the roster churning that's, you know, like the question. It's that whoever does get a shot isn't consistent based on the conditions they're given. But but are they getting enough opportunities? See, I think because I think it's I think it's two parts to it. I think there's two parts to it. I think one, the teams they're playing first off are easily targeting that middle order. Once they get in that middle order, the strategy is clearly you know, get these guys out, get them rattled quickly because they don't have that experience. And two, the selectors are very trigger happy when it comes to changing guys in and out. So you're never really getting a consistent, really, it's really four, four, five, and six is really the, the question. Yeah. yeah. And you're never really getting consistent players there. When you talk about four, five, and six, two of those uh, three places will be taken up by MS Dhoni and Ardik Pandya. Yeah. I, are they no, I, I don't think I think you got to include a seventh spot there. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah, still yeah. looking at you're still looking so, at two spots. Okay, so why not Vijay Shankar? Kedar Jadhav takes up one spot. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would go with Kedar. Those are both part-time bowler options that I get. Our bowling lineup for India is probably the best in the world, like one of the best in the World Cup. Yeah, it's the strongest yeah. bowling lineup they've taken to a World Cup in history, other than other than maybe 2003. Uh, they right. were very successful in 2015, but yeah, I think on paper, yes, I would agree with you. Yeah, I think uh, my ideal lineup would be, I think MS Dhoni has to play the four. Just yeah. again, with all this chopping and turning, we haven't found a good option. I think he's the veteran. He's got to be the number four, unless in some ungodly match, uh, the top three smack and the number four is only coming in in like the 40th over then you can put someone else in. So, Anish, I, I want to go back to your point just now. Dhoni adjusted his position in the 2011 Cup pretty regularly. It could happen this year again. Right, so, so you're, saying, you're saying it should be similar to that. It depends on the situation. Yeah. Yes, I think in most situations he should come in at number four unless we're primed and ready for the number four to come in and smack, in which case I want my five, six, and seven to be Vijay Shankar, Kedar Jadav, and Hardik Pandya. Okay, on the flip side now, Australia. Uh, it was pretty pretty good series for them. Pretty big series. Uh, Parth yeah. mentioned on the last podcast that this series meant more for Australia than it did for India. And they all of a sudden look like serious World Cup contenders now. You can't say uh, that after two matches. I can say it after five. You can't. They played. <laughs> they should have. They should have won this series 4-1. It should have been a 4-1 series for Australia. Yeah, the second ODI, it was Australia's to lose, and they lost it in the last over. Because some they had some inexperienced players that probably won't be playing in a World Cup match in that situation. But they found Usman Khwaja is your, your middle-order guy. He can also open in the event that they don't want Aaron Finch up there with David Warner. And then you have Stephen Smith... And I think that, you know, Peter Hanscom can play a middle-order role. 
Ashton Turner, is he a finisher for Australia now? Can they rotate him and Maxwell out? Can they play both yeah. of them? And their their wicket takers, uh, Pat Cummins and Nathan Quarter Nile, they showed up. I, I don't know what to say other than they're not on England's level, but if you throw in Smith and you throw in Warner, and that lineup all of a sudden looks a hell of a lot better than it did three months ago. And I think they're in the second tier of, of teams. Confidence is everything. And that's what that's what this series was all about for them, absolutely. You know, they've been uh, really, really taking it hard since the suspensions. And this was the first, really the first series where you were like, wow, this is Australia cricket right here. And again, they, established, they got two big players established in, their, in the top of their lineup, like you said, with Hanscom and Kawaja. And with your two studs coming back, Plus, they've got some fire down lower in the order. Good bowlers. You definitely, I definitely think, I definitely agree with you. I think they can be top four in the World Cup. Are we, are we kind of putting the top two as basically India, England? Who's the third? Who is the, the third and the fourth basically semifinalists um, up in the air? Yeah. I, I, remember, think- I remember we chatted about the possibility of being New Zealand or West Indies if they all fire or Pakistan if they all fire. Right or Australia now at this point, so I think the last two spots are definitely up in there, right? Yeah, I think England's in a tier of its own. Yeah, uh, I think so. There's that. There's that opinion for everybody out there, but yeah, I think Australia's in the second tier with India. I don't. I don't think that's true. After this five game series, yeah, I don't think that's true. I I think that is true. I think these I mean, that's, players- that's a point for that's a debate for a different day, I guess. <laughs> Do you think India is? Because clearly, I guess English conditions, we don't really know. They haven't played that many games in English conditions against each other. I, I, I still believe that India's in England's tier. Regardless, not all this last series notwithstanding, I think like they've, they've shown over the past three years that their bowling lineup, their top order batting lineup, sometimes whoever Dhoni, whoever Kedar Yadav comes in and smacks, like I think they're in tier, like. Well, that bowling lineup that you're just that we're over. I'm not saying we're overblowing this middle order woes, but I think that, like, we've had this. They've had this problem for quite a while, and they've like survived. right. But I also think, see, the bowling order that you're touting as the best in the world just gave up ten and over for seven overs to Ashton Turner and and Carey and Alex Carey. Boomer, their best, the, the be, number one ODI bowler in the world hasn't been playing. Just be Boomer. And they haven't been playing both. If you have if you have the best bowling lineup, it shouldn't come down to one guy. I don't think they were rotating the bowlers properly. They didn't play both their wrist spinners. They didn't work out with Boomer and Kumar properly. Kumar, but Bhuvi still, I think, kind of hurt. I'm not sure. It didn't, if it didn't matter in the last in the fourth ODI. It didn't they played, matter. They just play I don't know what they're doing with their bowling, but the talent is there. Management is not. I think they'll I, get I think, it together. I think they'll get together for the cup. I agree with that. I'm just saying I, I don't think – yeah, and, and we may be – I may be overreacting to this series, but I don't think we can say that, that India is very clearly in England's tier based on the last five games. I don't That's know. Shubham, you guys want to weigh That's in fair. on this? Based on the last five games, I wouldn't say that, but based on India's, India's work since the last World Cup, I would say that they are. Yeah, I agree to Anish there. Uh See, if the Indian bowling clicks, they restrict a team below 300 and then it's chaseable once the top three gets going. So, India, not right there up to England, but yes, they are one of the favorites to win the World Cup. 
Uh, we'll take a quick break here. When we come back, it's it's all IPL. We'll unveil a tier system. We'll start with the third tier, work our way up to tier one, and then we'll go into our playoffs predictions and our champion. You're listening to the Follow On podcast here on followoncricket.com. Welcome back to the Follow On podcast here on followoncricket.com. You can check us out on Twitter at the Follow On. Follow us on Facebook at the Follow On. Of course, all of our content at followoncricket.com. Joined here by Shubham Kulkarni, Anish Tal, Ashay Chavan. We're talking all things IPL. IPL 2019 starts on March 23rd. And we're going to start with a – we're going to do a tier system. So we're going to break teams down into three tiers. So tier three – is teams that we think the talent level doesn't quite match up. Tier 2, the talent level is there, but not quite at the level of the Tier 1 teams. I do want to throw a couple disclaimers out there. This is not to say that a team from Tier 3 can't make the playoffs or win the IPL. Uh, as I've explained in several articles, there's just too much variance in the league. Uh, teams regress to the mean on in both directions. And teams rarely have a ton of success before they win a championship. They rarely have a ton of success after they win a championship, the, the immediate seasons before and after. So just because a team is in Tier 3 doesn't necessarily mean that that team can't win it all. And just because a team is in Tier 1 doesn't necessarily mean that that team can't finish at the bottom of the standings. So just wanted to get that out there. I'll start with my teams in Tier 3. I've got the Kings 11 Punjab and the Royal Challengers Bangalore in tier three. And I'll start with RCB. The two reasons really why I have them in this tier is one, I just don't think the bowling is up to par. It's, it hasn't been there for a long time, especially not there this year. I also think it being a World Cup year, I think Virat Kohli is going to see some type of management program that's going to be handed down by BCCI. So I don't think he's going to play in all the games. And if you look at that batting lineup, it's not that great outside, or it's not that great with Virat Kohli in the lineup. And if you take him out, it looks even worse. So that's why RCB is in, is in tier three for me. Kings 11, they have a pretty good bowling lineup. They were very successful early in the year last year, but their batsmen are too inconsistent for me to put them in tier two. I think they they can be very successful. They have a lot of attacking players. KL Rahul, uh, Chris Gale, David Miller. They have a lot, a lot of attacking talent, but it's just too inconsistent to win, you know, the requisite eight or nine games needed to make the playoffs, in my opinion. So that's why those are my two teams in tier three. So I actually agree with both the tier team, two tier three teams you said. I would also put in the Kings eleven and RCB. Um, I do think that Veracoli will have some rest. The The team, I think, is not very well built. They have a couple, like they have Yusvendra Chal. He's good. They have a couple of good all-rounders, uh, Moeen Ali and Colin DeGrandom. But other than that, like their, their batting lineup is basically going to come down to, even last year, like they had Coley, ABD, and Gale, and their bowling couldn't defend. Well, first of all, they got all off like 49 or something. That just can't happen. Yeah, I, don't think this year, I don't think this year that they're going to be much different. Um, I think they have a decent couple all-rounders, but other than that, I just don't think they're good enough to make the cut. 
Kings 11, same thing. A couple solid attackers on the top. But other than that, the only person that stands out to me is maybe Mujib or Uraman. I think those two are pretty clearly bottom tier. Yeah, those are two. Those are two of my bottom two bottom tier teams as well. Um, I think RCB have uh, probably the worst bowling lineup in the league, and like you guys were talking, been that way for a while. But yes, I agree with you. The worst, and what's even worse is they did not make any changes to the bowling uh, bowling bowling lineup for the next season. I can't remember if Nathan Coulter now was on the team last year or not. That's I think still, he was. Yeah. I think he was with KKR, but I could be wrong. No, no Nathan Golden Nile was with RCB, but he got injured before the IPL, so didn't come. Okay, okay. Okay. But everyone yeah, so else, everyone else going going right. Kings 11, yeah, same story. I don't really want to touch much on that. I think my other, uh, my other team, they're kind of on the fringe. I'm going to talk about them now, is the Rajasthan Royals. I'm you putting them here. Three, okay. I'm putting them... I'm putting them in tier three. I think they have a bit more talent than the other two teams, but I think they have the second worst bowling lineup in the IPL. And I am just, uh, they're, I don't, other, other than Steve Smith, their batting lineup really doesn't worry me too much. I don't think Joss Butler is going to have the purple patch like he had during the end of the IPL last year. And without that, uh, I'm not scared of this team one bit. Okay, so my teams in the tier three are uh, Kings Eleven Punjab and Rajasthan Royals. Uh, as you mentioned about Kings Eleven Punjab, the middle order is a bit weak. Uh, last year as well, once KL Rahul and Chris Gale didn't fire, they weren't up to the mark. And another point I would like to make about Kings Eleven Punjab is that they have three spinners in their team: Ashwin, Mujibur Rahman, and uh, Varun Chakravarti, who they bought for eight point four crore. So playing all those three on a pitch like Mohali, where we saw the fourth ODI, there was a lot of dew there. The ball doesn't turn much. That might not be the right option. And uh, my other team, Rajasthan Royals, uh, their overseas players, Stokes, Butler, and if Archer gets selected in the uh, World Cup for England, then they are going to leave early. So that's a problem yeah. there. They don't have the ideal replacements. And apart from Butler, it's a pretty one-dimensional batting lineup. Smith, Rahane, Samson... The pretty much similar type of batsman who just will play a bit quicker than a runner ball. They can't hit those big sixes or get those big overs in. And talking about the Pacers as well, Unad Kut and Dhawal Kulkarni, not the ideal ones which you would like in your team. So those are my two teams in the Tier 3, Rajasthan Royals and Kings Eleven Punjab. All right, we'll move on to Tier 2 and we'll start, uh, we'll start for me, Rajasthan Royals is one of four teams that I have in tier two. Uh, I actually like this team a little more than, than you guys. I think they have a plenty of bowling. They have plenty of pace bowling, which is good for them. I think some of these, these batsmen will have bounce back years. I think Rahul Tripathi is a guy who have a bounce back year. You look at a guy like Manan Vora. I think that was a really good pickup, very underrated pickup. He can fire at the top. Sanju Samson, Joss Butler, Steve Smith. I think these guys are going to have better years than, than last year, obviously. And I think Ben Stokes also a bounce back year for him as well. You did mention the World Cup year, so that kind of hurts them on the back end of the schedule when those guys eventually do have to leave. But I think there's just enough depth there and just enough non-World Cup playing talent that I that I do have them in Tier 2, but I like them a little bit more than, than the rest of you guys do. I also have uh, Chennai Super Kings, last year's champions in Tier 2. One of the reasons I have them in tier two is because I think they got very lucky last year in terms of injuries, in terms of health. 
They really didn't have any major injuries to any of their key players, but they are a lot older, and eventually that regression will kick in. They do have some World Cup players, but only really only Tony is the guy that you kind of need to worry about. I don't think they quite have the firepower that they did last year. And again, it just comes down to, I think, natural regression for me. I think last year they they built the team specifically for that year. I think it's going to come back to bite them. And usually a championship team does not perform that well the following season. So that's why I have them in Tier 2. Another team that I have in Tier 2 is the Kolkata Knight Riders. I think they have a lot of all-rounders, but they also have a lot of all-rounders that get injured a lot. So that could be an issue in terms of health. Their batting is very solid. Uh, Robin Uttapa, Chris Lynn, Shubman Gill, um, Nitesh Rana. You know, Dinesh Karthik was very solid. They have Sunil Narayan at the top. He fires uh, a quick 50 sometimes. Sometimes he gets a duck, but it doesn't really matter because he's not expected to score runs anyway. So I like KKR in Tier 2 as well. They're pretty much returning the same team. They they did make the playoffs last year, and – they had, I think they're they're coming back with a little bit of, of revenge. They they probably should have won that playoff game against Sunrisers in the qualifier. Yeah. Team. So with a little bit of vengeance, and I have them in tier two. And my final team in tier two, shout out to Anish. It's the Delhi Capitals, uh, a rebranded team uh, that they, they were formerly known as the Delhi Daredevils. I like this team a lot as well. I think they have a lot of explosive batsmen. And they have a lot of wicket-taking bowlers. I think that's a good combination for them this year. And we'll see if they avoid some of the batting collapses that they've had in the past. But the raw talent is there for them. So I've got Delhi Capitals rounding out Tier 2 for me. So I, too, think uh, my, my list is a little bit different than yours, Shinmei. But I think the Rajasthan Royals are solidly in Tier 2. Uh, I think that they do actually have a little bit of firepower in Butler, Sanju Sampson, Stephen Smith. Um, one and Vora, and none of you mentioned Ben Stokes. He, you know, he can't go off. Um, but I think I do think they have a kind of overrated bowling core. And Jaydev Unatgut, I think we talked about this in the earlier podcast. Not, not, uh, not worth his the amount of crores he was brought for. Bought for, sorry. And they have O'Shane Thomas, who actually has been having a good last yeah. year. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's he's good. Um, my next team is the Delhi Capitals as well. I agree with you. They have a ton of talent. Let's see how well they manage it. Colin Monroe, Pritwi, Pritwi Shaw, and Shikhar Dovin, all very solid top-order batsmen. Shaw did well in the, in the tournament last year. You know Monroe can get a quick fire 50. Rising stars on this team in the middle order. Shreyas Ayer, Hanuma, Vihari, Rishabh Bunt. And I do think that they've sought all-rounders. Their bowling is a little bit of lacking other than Trent Bolt and Kagiso Rabada. So another team I had in the middle tier was Mumbai Indians. Actually, I heard I see that you reserved them for your top tier, but I think that <laughs> other than Quentin DeCock, Rohit Sharma, maybe Ishan Kishan and Hardik Pandya, I don't really see this team having too many stuff. Well, obviously, just Breed Boomer, but I do think that he's going to be rested for the cup because he's had a really, really high work rate the past couple of years. And finally, I'm having the Chennai Super Kings, Kings in the middle tier, and I think that they're in the middle tier because. They have got a little bit of an older core. Faftu Plessy, Shane Watson, Donny obviously is there for his leadership. They do have a couple of good wrist spinners in Imran Tahir and Mitchell Santner. But other than Lungi and Gidi, their pace bowlers are lacking. So I think it's a solid squad, but I don't think that it's anything to phone home about. 
Yeah, Imran Tiger got taken all around the park in the IPL last year. So I think he's a guy that probably shouldn't bowl that much for them. But, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think they're a little bit older. They, they got really lucky with injuries. I think they're going to have some injury issues this year. Also, I don't think Mitchell Sanders is a wrist spinner, but that's a minor point. <laughs> so my middle tier, um, I've got Mumbai Indians in the middle tier. You know, this team, every single year, they have such great Indian talent on their team. And you just want them to put it all together. And you're just waiting for it to happen. Is that gonna is it is it gonna happen this year? It's an odd year. It's an odd year. In the yeah. last three yeah. last three yeah. odd years it's happened. So 13, 15, 17. Maybe Yuvraj will So so maybe in an odd year it happens again. Yeah, gosh. Let's talk about this Yuvraj Singh signing. Like what? He's not gonna play. It, actually I'll, uh, he shouldn't play. Let me put it. Yeah, he shouldn't play is the right word there. Yeah. They always have always a solid team, always a solid lineup. They can click at any time. Let's see if that happens. Uh, my next team is my next team is KKR. I th- I still think that they could use a bit more consistency in their batting lineup. I just wish I think they need just a little more pop. Um, especially last year, you saw when Andre Russell went down. Like what what what's going on here? So um, I did. I actually did like their addition of Lockie Ferguson. I think he's sneakily played really well for New Zealand recently, and he can bring the heat, man. He can bowl like upper 140s, 150s, bouncers. That that can be really good in T20. It can really keep the bat, batsmen on their feet. So definitely a solid bowler. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope I hope that he gets to play for them. And then my last team in the middle tier is my beloved beloved Delhi. They have always found a way to. Uh, make their way into last place, no matter how much talent they have on paper. <laughs> and so I'm really excited to see uh, how they're able to manage that this year. Now, granted, their young core has had a year under their belt uh, as a group together. I think that their fast bowling really uh, took a hit last year with Rabada being injured the whole time. And Trent Bolt, while he was good, he wasn't the Trent Bolt that you expect. Um, but I think the big thing for in, for uh, Delhi is going to see we're going to see more of Sandeep Lamachani, and I am super excited yeah, about that. Yeah. Oh, took, I didn't even mention him. He's very solid. He took the league by yeah. storm last year, and he was finally the spinner that played well for Delhi because, God, Ahmed Mishra just got carted around the park. Oh, <laughs> God, what a <laughs> Ahmed Mishra. Gosh. Um, so I'm excited to see Sandeep in action and twirling around. And let's see if Uxar Patel can have a bounce back season. You know, yeah. he's been in Kings 11 for a few years and he just hasn't been playing as well. So I think that, and I think that Dhawan signing was huge. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you time. about that. Do you think Dhawan's presence at the top kind of stabilizes that top order and takes some of the pressure off of the younger players to really shots and, and score he, runs? He's I'll a in in higher middle tier. You you tell me, are you a bowler and you want to come out and see Prithvi Shah and Shikhar Dhawan? I don't think so. I don't think any bowler wants to face those two plant batting together. So that that's um, that's really exciting. Hanuma Vihari, I don't really understand that signing. I don't think he should play too much, but we'll yeah. see what happens. So uh, my teams for Tier 2, obviously Chennai Super Kings. As Chinway mentioned, they have a pretty similar team and... They have got older one year, so I don't think so. They are going to have the same impact as they had last year. Uh, talking about the, the other teams, Delhi Capitals, as you mentioned, 
there are some good signings there aksar patel i like that signing fiker or is a pretty handy all rounder bats a bit bowls a bit and then sandeep lamichane really exciting young talent uh, up at the top as well prithvi shaw shreya sayar rishabh pant there there's a lot of talent there and shikhar dhawan up at the top once again so but the problem with delhi capitals is their pacers indian pacers aren't of the highest quality avesh khan harshal patel or ishan sharma none of these are ideal uh, to have in your team so there's yeah, a problem you try to play as little of those as possible <laughs> yeah they, they are going to go with the most of the overseas pacers like rabada morris bolt uh, so that problem might be negated there and talking about uh, the other teams kolkata night riders will be there in the tier 2 for me uh, you mentioned about their pace attack lucky ferguson kamlesh nagarkoti and rich norje is one of their signings he two bowls quick but every time the quick bowlers uh, don't uh, are not the best in this format they can get a bit hammered uh, because as quickly as you bowl the ball goes quickly to the fence as well so mm-hmm. that's a problem there uh, otherwise they have pretty similar team uh, andre russell dinesh karthik nitish rana narayanan lane at the top so kolkata night riders will be in tier 2 for me and rcb as well you mentioned their bowling attack not being the greatest but uh, nathan gulternail will come in uh, in the picture marcus toynis uh, they have traded marcus toynis from kings 11 punjab so that's a good signing there and uh, you talked about their batting in the middle order somebody like a shemron hetmeyer can give that fire power which they require in the middle even shivam dubey is a good indian all rounder hasn't played in the ipl will be his first ipl but if he gets going he he will be a player to watch out for so those four teams for me will be in the tier 2 Yeah, I think you know there's a scenario. You know, we we talk about RCB's batting woes, and I I still think there's a scenario where that all clicks for them and and they play really well. Yeah. So I, yeah, you know, I'm not not necessarily saying that that it's a bad lineup, but yeah, you, you talk about Kohli possibly sitting a few games and and all of yeah, a sudden that, it, it looks very different. We'll, we'll move on to tier one and tier one for me. I've got two teams in tier one. I've got the Mumbai Indians up there in tier one. I think on and on paper they're one of the more talented teams when you look at a starting 11. Pollard and the Pandya brothers had a rough season last year, really declined in terms of play. I think all three of those guys will bounce back. I like Evan Lewis and Quentin Decock at the top. Rohit Sharma, I think he's due for a bounce back year as well. Uh, the one issue I can see with them is that they do have a lot of World Cup players. and that could impact them down the stretch so rohit sharma hardik pandya and um jasprit bumrah for india and then quentin de kock obviously for uh, south africa so that could impact them and who knows what evan lewis will do with the west indies so they they do have a lot of world cup players and that that could come back to haunt them But they also have guys like ishan kishan and um mitchell mcclenigan who can yeah. fill in the void for for some of those guys so I think the depth is there for them. I think the talent level is overall there and I think Mumbai is going to have a bounce back year and and it is an odd year and the last 3 mm-hmm. odd years Mumbai's won the title. So I think they have a bounce back year. And the final team for me in tier 1 is Sunrisers Hyderabad. I think they're the deepest team. They have the most all-around talent as far as a roster goes and even though they have a lot of World Cup players, they also have a good good amount of depth to back it up. in the event that these guys get called up quicker or have some rest issues. I think they're the best bowling team by far. They have Rashid Khan, he he's devastating every single year. 
and they have a, a wide variety of pace bowlers that they can throw out there. I think they, they have so many combinations and their batting lineup always seems to get the job done, even if their players aren't necessarily as explosive as, as you'd want them to be. Warner coming back, I think he's going to have a big season. I really think he's going to come back with that fire after missing out on last year. So Sunrisers, uh, my other team in Tier 1. So I have two teams in Tier tier 1. One of them is KKR, Kolkata. Uh, I think they have a solid amount of talent. It looks like they have the smallest squad. They only have 21 players. But they have Chris Lynn, who I get that he's kind of injury prone, but on his day he can hit 75 from like 20. He's done it before. Uh, Shuman Gill and Nitish Rana, two young talents. I know Gill didn't really work out in the New Zealand series, but I think T20 and IPL is time to shine. Arguably, in my mind, they have the best player in the IPL, Andre Russell. He can do it all. Two great solid spinners in Kuldeep Yadav and Sunil Narayan. Narayan can also bat. I think I've seen him open before. And like Anish said, I do like the signing of Lockie Ferguson. Finally, the last team I have. All right, before well, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Before you go into your final team, you just called Andre Russell the best player in the IPL. I would I would say that. All right, let, all right. You know what? I'm I'm gonna save this, and we'll we'll get back to it after the season is over. All right. All right. So if, if, if he is not if he is not in the top five in runs or wickets, that he's like that doesn't count, right? He has to be in the top five in both, right? Sure. Okay. All right. I, I've That's seen it. didn't he get player of the year a couple IPLs or even last IPL? Couple uh, IPLs. definitely wasn't last IPL. I can uh, tell you that. Last IPL it was Sunil Narayan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Sunil yeah, Narayan before that it was every single match. <laughs> yeah. I think they have two I think Narayan and Russell work very well together. You know, both being from uh where are they from? Anguilla or something like that. I think they're both from that small island. But anyway. I think they're a solid, talented team. Uh, right. Moving on, we got that. I just wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to add that Andre Russell is not the best player in the. You, you, can, you can pen. You can pencil that comment to my name. Yeah, I, I just. I just have put it down in pen. All right, you can pen it to my name then. Yeah, I think Sunrise is Hyderabad. They're in my mind. They're the best team in the league in the IPL. David Warren is coming back. He's gonna miss the first week, but he's coming back nonetheless. Two solid openers, Warner and Guptill. Kane Williamson is there. I know he's had a solid kind of a subpar last six or like last four months. He's dealing with an elbow injury, right? Yeah, that's right. I think I think they're actually doing a study yeah. on his injury. He's like flying to Germany or something. I mean, he's played through it. Yeah, yes, but he's not 100%. He's it, but he's not 100%. But, yeah. but Kane is Kane. Yeah. Johnny Berstow's there. And Vijay Shankar, we talked about him. Yusuf Patan can finish off a match. Obviously, Rashid Khan the darling of the IPL last year. And then they have very good pace options in Bhuvaneshwar, Khalil, and Siddharth Call. I do think Bhuvaneshwar will be called up for the World Cup, so who knows when he'll be leaving. But I do think that Sunrisers are overall the best team. Yeah, I, I've definitely got Sunrisers in my uh, top tier as well. I think Guptal and Bearstow are fantastic additions to that for them, along with Vijay Shankar. It's a nice Indian player to have. I think what I'm worried about this year is the fast bowlers outside of Bhuvaneshwar or Kumar. I think Call, Thumpy, Sharma all really overperformed last year. And I'm not sure that they're going to be able to produce at the same level. I think that their only foreign, only foreign pacer right now is uh, Billy Stanlake, 
and he too had a bit, uh, injury problems as well. So that's the department where, you know, obviously they were the best last year, but I think like when Chinray was saying, regressing to the mean, I think we're definitely going to see that with uh, Sunrise's pace department this year. My other top team is CSK. You know, for the last how many years, the story has been, these guys are getting older. They're not going to do well. And they just have what it takes. They've got the X factor. I don't know whether what it is with them. But they're also in my top tier. Okay, so uh, my teams in the top tier are uh, Mumbai Indians, obviously. They have uh, got a lot of talent up there. Rohit Sharma, Ishan Kishan, Evan Lewis, Quinton Decock, Surya Kumar Yadav. He was brilliant last year. And with their bowling as well, Bumrah Berendorf is a good addition there. Left arm brings some variety. And talking about their spinners, there's a bit weakness. They're only Markande. And Krunal Pandey is not the best T20 spinner you would want in your team. But still, Mumbai Indians, and as Chinmay mentioned, it's an odd year. 2019, they did it in 13, 15, 17. Then why not in 2019? And the other team, obviously, Sunrisers Hyderabad. This is the only team which has replacement options for each and every player. Warner leaves, you have Guptil to come in. Williamson leaves, you have Bairstow to come in. They have uh, signed uh, Vijay Shankar, Abhishek Sharma and Shahbaz Nadeem as three key Indian players. And uh, in the Pacers uh, department as well, Bhuneshwar, Sandeep Sharma, Khalil Ahmed, Basil Thampi and Siddharth Kaul, it just doesn't end. But the only problem they might have uh, uh, will be is if they play three overseas batsmen at the top. Warner and Williamson will be the two key ones. If Bairstow or Guptil, one of them plays, then they can only play Rashid Khan and then uh, Shakib slash Nabi can't play or even Billy Stanley can't play. So that's the only problem. The team balance will be a problem if the top three play or else you can bring in Shakib and Nabi, uh, Shakib or Nabi in the middle order and both of those players are really key players for them. So Sunrisers, Hyderabad and Mumbai Indians in the top tier for me. I think Rashid Khan gets a game no matter what. So I don't think that's... Yeah, no, no, not about Rashid Khan. Yeah, I was talking about Shakib slash Nabi, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think it's going to be a question of juggling their batsmen. I think I think the question yeah. is, I don't think Billy Stanley is... I think they'd rather have their batsmen. And I don't know about Billy Stanley. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they have enough pace options. They don't need Billy Stanley. Yeah, but... but I, don't think, I don't think they're going to decide between, say, Shakib al-Hassan or Rashid Khan. I don't think no, that's no, ever going to be a question. Nabi, I was talking about Shakib or Nabi, one of yeah, them. I, I don't think that's – I think they're going to see less games, if any. Yeah. It might just be a question of do they need to rest some of those players who are who are going to get that yeah. World Cup call-up. So that's really the only uh, question mark for me there. Let's move into the predictions, playoff predictions. Give me the four that you think – are going to make the playoffs, and then give me your champion. Obviously, the World Cup call-ups are going to change so much, but for the most part, for most of the season, these teams are going to be at full strength with their guys. So we might see some craziness at the end of the tournament, but by that time, <laughs> most of the playoff seeds have already been determined. So I think for the most part, we're going to see teams at full strength, and the World Cup call-ups will really only impact the last two or three games, and then the playoffs. I think that's really going to only be it as far as World Cup call-ups go. My four playoff teams are going to be Sunrisers, Delhi Capitals, Mumbai Indians, and Rajasthan Royals. So that's two teams from Tier 2 and two teams from Tier 1 that are going to be making it for me. And then my champion is Sunrisers Hyderabad. I think they have a replacement for every position. 
So they're not going to be impacted as much by injuries and World Cup call-ups. So Sunrisers, my champion. Sunrisers, Delhi Capitals, Mumbai Indians, Rajasthan Royal, my four playoff teams. My four playoff teams are Kolkata Knight Riders, Sunrisers, Hyderabad, Mumbai Indians, and Delhi Capitals. I think that Delhi Capitals will finally show the talent and come through, but I do think the champion will be probably Sunrisers, Hyderabad, because I did name them probably the best team in the IPL. My top four are CSK, Sunrisers, Hyderabad, KKR, and because I have no faith in my team, Mumbai Indians. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your champion? Who's your champion? My champion. I'm going to put the pressure on you guys. I'm making Mumbai Indians my champion. Yeah. It's an odd year. Make it happen. Rohit with a century in the final. Yeah, I keep dreaming. He might not play the final. True. Rohit with a century in the semifinal. He might not even play that. Okay, so my four teams uh, for the playoffs are Sunrisers Hyderabad, Chennai Super Kings, Mumbai Indians, and Royal Challengers Bangalore. And the winner might be Mumbai Indians, considering it's an odd year. I like I like this odd year thing that we got going. <laughs> I just I threw it out there because it's happened, but I like yeah. that everyone's taking it seriously. That's gonna do it for this edition of the Follow On Podcast. You can check us out on Twitter and Facebook, and as always, all of our content on followoncricket.com.